So it's an exciting beginning to the week here. The much-awaited Karnataka bipole results are out. And the BJP has won 12 of the 15 seats contested by the rebel MLAs. Congress won two and an independent claimed one, leaving JDS with an odd. Yadurappa will retain the chief minister's chair that he wrenched out of the Congress-JDS coalition's grip four months ago with much difficulty. Resignations are flying in the Congress. The Congress Legislature Party's leader, Siddharamaiya, and the Karnataka Pradesh Congress Committee President, Dinesh Gundurao, has resigned from their respective posts, taking ownership to the party's poor show in the by-elections. Hi, you're listening to Harita Benjamin and this is On Manorama's special episode on the Karnataka Bipoles. So the voters have decided to take sides with the MLAs who moved camp from the JDS and Congress to the BJP in the blink of an eye. By winning 12 seats out of 15 in the Bipoles held on December 5th, the BJP has achieved a simple majority in the 223-member Karnataka Assembly. The party won in Athani, Kagwad, Gokak, Yellapur, Hirekuru, Vijayanagar, Chikabalapur, Rani Bennur, K.R. Pura, Krishna Rajpeet, Yashwantapura and Mahalakshmi layout constituencies, whereas the Congress won in Hunsur and Shivaji Nagar constituencies. Ironically, 12 of the 15 constituencies belonged to the Congress and 3 to the JDS earlier. Before moving on to the analysis of these bipoles, it might be useful to head for a quick recap. The Bharatiya Janata Party emerged as the single largest party in the state with 105 seats post the assembly elections in May 2018. The party tried to pull together a government under the leadership of Vyas Yadurappa, but they failed to cross the halfway mark of 113 required and Yadurappa resigned shortly before the flow test. And soon enough, in a remarkable power play, the Janata Dal Secular joined hands with the Congress, its pre-poll rival in the state, to pip the BJP with a combined seat tally of 115. The JDS, headed by uh, the former Prime Minister H.D. Devagauda, which won 34 seats, got the plum portfolio, the Chief Minister's post. Interestingly, the Congress, which secured 66 seats in the state, decided not to stake claim to the Iron Throne. Gauda's son, H.D. Gumaraswamy, took charge of the reins, juggling the state's affairs and the coalition with much effort. But the coalition fell through a year later on July 26, 2019, after 17 MLAs belonging to the JDS in Congress decided to join hands with the BJP. Yadurappa emerged as a CM once again, this time with the required numbers. Though MLAs were disqualified under the anti-defection law, they were allowed to contest in the elections. And they sure did, only to emerge victorious again, but under a different coloured flag. Looks like Yadurappa is going to hold on to the throne for another three years till the 2023 Karnataka Assembly elections. So one might wonder how did this tale of treachery, deception and most probably horse trading end up in favour of the rebel MLAs? The truth is that in Karnataka, no party is sacrosanct. It has always been in a state of political turmoil, witnessing constant power struggle. JDS had been in coalition with the BJP and was instrumental in the BJP's growth in the state, a decade before it sided with the Congress. Since 2004, Karnataka has not seen a chief minister completing his term. The 12th Assembly witnessed three CMs, 
Dharam Singh from Congress for a two-year term, H.D. Kumaraswamy from JDS for another two years, and then B.S. Yadurappa from the BJP for seven days before a dramatic dissolution of the government. After a long spell of president's rule, B.S. Yadurappa came back to power for a little over three years after the 2008 elections. But jail sentence in a Landgraf case forced him to step down and make way for his prodigy, D.V. Sadananda Gowda. However, as the High Court reversed the sentence against him, he was soon back to claim a stake at power. He did not succeed, but Sadananda Gowda also had to step down to let his party mate Jagadish Shetar to assume charge. Both CMs stayed in office for almost a year. The rocky spell continued during Congress leader Sidramayya's five-year term in 2013, as the BJP was accused of trying to woo Congress MLAs under Operation Kamal, which allegedly brought Yadurappa to power in 2007. Despite the uncertainty, Congress completed a term with one CM. This time, the tide hugely turned in favor of the disqualified MLAs, probably since the people were tired of the infighting within unlikely coalitions and the likely horse trading that followed. The voters have realized that voting for a stable government is the only way out of the deadlock in the administration that has affected Karnataka.